Hi everybody, so a name that doesn't need any introduction joins us today on this week's webinar, where we are pleased to welcome Amazon. So we really want to focus on why as STEM students and graduates, Amazon wants to recruit you. We're also going to highlight what a career at Amazon could look like. And today we're joined by Christina and grads, Abby, Fran and Mohammed. So starting with you, Christina, um, everybody knows who Amazon is, but they might not really know about the opportunities which are available. Um, so could you start off just by introducing yourself and tell the audience um, what roles you currently have advertised on GradCracker? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. Uh, so my name is Christina. I'm a campus recruiter and it's a pleasure to participate in GradCracker webinar. Um, so currently, um, as a campus recruiter, um, I am responsible for hiring graduates and operation interns. So these two roles that you will be able to find on the GradCracker website uh, to apply for. So operation internships, it's an amazing opportunity basically for students to come in and see how Amazon runs the whole operation um, in our three buildings like fulfillment centers, sort centers and delivery stations. Um, during their internships, you will be able to put your analytical skills to test and roll up your sleeves to complete a project that will contribute to improve the uh, functionality and level of service um, that fulfillment centers provides to our customers. Um, and then basically it's a good opportunity insight to actually see what the uh, graduate area manager is looking like. So unsuccessful internship, potentially um, you could be converted into full-time graduate manager role. So that's the two opportunities that are currently uh, advertised. So operation internships and graduate area shift manager roles. Perfect, thank you, Christina. And from the, from the student's point of view, obviously we are looking at STEM students who are watching the webinar today. What key attributes do, do STEM students um, bring to Amazon that you um, really you know, look for? Analytical capabilities, definitely somebody, you know, who uh, would focus into diving deep into the data, metrics, uh, numbers, and I think majority of the STEM degree candidates uh, probably would have that. Um, so that's definitely would be probably priority um, and that preferred skills. Um, so this is just probably one of them to mention, but there is probably loads of other aspects um, uh, throughout STEM degree that would be beneficial to this role um, because this is such a... Um, wide uh, rule that covers a lot of uh, characteristics for anybody who wants to kind of build up uh, as well like leadership um, but of course um, majority of the STEM degree candidates probably would be part of some societies or anything like that where they would um, have some uh, exposure to leadership and everything so coming into this role as well this would be very um, important um, but just probably a few to mention. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And I think, um, you know, it's worthwhile, Christina mentioned a few, few points there. So if you are part of a society, you know, highlight that on, as part of your application. Um, and I know Amazon are recruiting from all STEM disciplines, so make sure you get your applications in. Um, from a student's point of view, Christina, are there any deadlines, timelines that they need to be thinking about? So we are currently hiring for 2022. Yeah. Um, our aim to fill all internship availabilities basically by the end of this year. So if you're interested in operations internship, please do apply now for GradCracker. Mm -hmm. um, in regards to graduate roles, again, um, we are um, hiring students who already graduated or in their in the final year. Um, and the dates um, available to start will be all throughout 2022. So if you have an interest, you already can start applying. 
Fantastic. And I know Christina's mentioned a few things there about like fulfillment centres, operations. I'm not I'm going to focus on that when I speak to the grads a little bit later on. And um, so you'll get to know all about what these keywords mean and um, when we speak to Mohammed, Abby, and Fran. Um, so let's do that. Let's meet the grads right now. Um, I'm going to start with you, Abby. So could you just tell the audience um, where you went to university and what did you study? Yeah, sure. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Abby Bennett and I studied marketing at the University of Liverpool. Thank you very much, Abby. Um, on to you, Mohammed. Hello, everyone. My name is Mohammed. I studied electrical electronic engineering in Manchester Metropolitan University, and I did the master's in engineering management in the same university. Thank you. Thank you, Mohammed. And last but not least, Fran. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Fran Kennedy, and I studied software development at the University of Glasgow. Perfect. Thanks, Fran. So you can see there are lots of different, lots of variety in the, the um, disciplines studied at university. So we'll get to know a little bit more from the grads later on. Um, right now, I want to stick with Amazon. Key fact um, that people might not know about. And Christina, I'm coming back to you. Absolutely. So one uh, quick top fact that I would like to share with everybody uh, that not probably everybody knows how many buildings we have across UK. And that number is 163 buildings across UK and Ireland uh, that we hire for basically. So endless opportunities for students and each of those buildings at the time of the year, they need a graduate. So yeah. here you go. Thank you very much, Christina. Mohammed, key exciting fact. So uh, when anyone's applying for the manager job at Amazon, we are monitoring that once you have passed the application process, you're going to be better than 50% of the existing managers that we have worldwide at Amazon. So I love that. I've never heard of anything like that before. So thank you, Mohammed. Um, Abby? Yes, so my exciting fact is that in my five years within Amazon, um, I've spent each year in a different role uh, and in a different department. I, I think that's brilliant as well. You know, it just shows the progression that you can make at Amazon, you know, progression within your role and then obviously moving around the departments. Um, so thank you, Abby. Fran, on to you with this massive number. Sure. So, um, so I started on Amazon on the 5th of July this year. So before I started, there were 1,100,123 Amazonians hired before me. And since I started on the 5th of July, there have been 367,512 Amazonians hired after me. That's just, I was just saying <laughs> how you call it to the Amazonians. I think it's great. <laughs> I just can't believe that number. Um, Christina, back to you. And I know Fran just mentioned the numbers there. So how many grads and interns are you looking to recruit um, into 2022? So it varies year and year, of course, um, but potentially, uh, I think across EMEA uh, overall, uh, it's probably going to be about 800 grads specifically to UK. Well, just an interesting fact probably as well, that for example, uh, since I joined in recruitment, where uh, it was like for last year, I hired 211 uh, graduates so far. So this is just to show that even as a um, new started recruiter the numbers we are hiring throughout the year so across UK it's probably will be um, 600 I would say yeah definitely um, that's how many like 163 buildings and like I said if any of those buildings opens at least one opportunity but usually it's more opportunities throughout the year um, yeah. there's a large numbers of graduates hired throughout the year for sure. 
got a little bit of a family going on here as well, haven't we? Because you actually recruited Mohammed. Yes. <laughs> Which is exciting. <laughs> Mohammed was like, I remember you, Christina. <laughs> um, you mentioned um, EMEA. So if you were a graduate looking on now, could you apply to um, graduates within Europe, as, um, opportunities within Europe as well? Yeah, so each uh, country uh, has its own uh, graduate scheme, of course, um, but if somebody is from Italy, France, Spain, Germany, Poland, every single country has its own um, uh, graduate program because Amazon has building in all the countries that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have we are like I'm specifically hiring for UK, but each country has their own recruitment team. But yes, if you're interested in other countries and you speak the local uh, language, it definitely can apply. Perfect. Thank you very much, Christina. Over to you, Jessica. Yeah, I want to find out more about the roles now. So, Abby, I'm going to come to you first. Um, I know you've obviously had a, quite a few different roles since you've been there for the last five years. But if you could just tell us a bit about um, the current role you're in and, yeah, your experiences so far, because obviously they've changed a lot. Yeah, sure. So I joined Amazon nearly five years ago um, in December 2016 as a graduate area manager. Um, and then since then, in kind of that... Amazon journey where I've worked in different roles and kinds of different sites. I've, I've worked my way to um, a senior operations manager position. Brilliant. So at the moment, I um, run our inbound department in one of our Amazon robotic fulfillment centers, which is based in Darlington. Um, essentially, I've got a team of four operations managers, 16 area managers and, and 900 um, direct associates. So it's, it's a really large team, um, but it's kind of put into test all of that, them skills and capabilities that I've been able to build up uh, during my Amazon journey. So that's my responsibility at the moment. I oversee quality, safety, and uh, customer experience within my department. Interesting. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> your mind boggles a bit, doesn't it? Because you just think, how does all this work? I know. I this think... webinar, we just, I just got a message saying, oh, your, your Amazon delivery is six, six stops away. I think it was that. How did, I mean, I only ordered it yesterday. How does, that, how does it all work? <laughs> I know. And I think that's the thing as well. You know, everyone knows the name, the brand, the name Amazon. But it's something I know when, because I do a lot of traveling myself and you go up and down the country, you see these big, you know, big warehouses back on warehouse distribution centers. Sounds a bit more glamorous than a warehouse. Um, and you think, what's going on inside there? What is the magic that you're all <laughs> cooking up? So I'm excited to find out what really goes on. So, um, Abby, so just talk us through, you know, you obviously quite a big team that you look after. Um, so what's your kind of day-to-day -day like? You know, what, what does it really consist of and how hands-on is it? And loads of questions, really. How do you get to change stuff? And, yeah, just tell us a bit more, really. Yeah, I, th I think um, I think there's two two main things that, you, you know, you manage in operations. And one of them, and probably the most important, is, is people. Uh, so it's a lot of people management. It's a lot of supporting your team on the floor from direct associates to area managers to operations managers. Um, and then the second aspect is, is the process. So, you know, yeah. we, we manage through processes. And a lot of what we do are through mechanisms or through really well thought out uh, and standardized processes that allow us to deliver that consistent customer experience to our customers so it's, it's managing two concepts essentially it's managing our people and, and managing our processes and I think um, it's finding the balance between the both of them uh, and seeing how we can kind of make them work in harmony um, but I would say predominantly you know a, a large percentage of my job is thinking about my people how I can develop them how I can support them in the role um, you know 
as I've kind of outlined myself, you know, there's a lot of development within the company. So constantly looking at my team, who's going to move next, where do, where do, where do I want to move them to, um, how to develop them within their roles. And then, as I said, how to continue to refine that process to ensure that we can deliver cus- customer experience. Because you will come across people from lots of different uh, disciplines, you know. So, for example, Mohammed, you're electronic electrical, Fran, software, you're marketing yourself. So people with lots of different backgrounds coming from university, you know, lots of different experiences. Um, yeah. I bet it's quite interesting to work with a, a breadth of people with lots of different knowledge. And I bet it's nice to work with a mixed team. Yeah, definitely. And and we work across support functions. So I head up the inbound department. I've got a counterpart who heads up outbound. Um, you know, in, in the building, we've got HR functions, workforce staffing, safety, quality. There's there's lots of kind of mini teams within our, our fulfillment center, um, mm-hmm. which you know employs around 2,000 people. And then we we operate within a within a vast network. So you know, you get an opportunity to meet lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds um, and kind of really establish a, a network within within the company uh, which I think is, is also super important to to what we do and, and provides us with that speed uh, when we make decisions because it's not kind of made in um, it's not made in isolation it's made you know amongst a much bigger network that's all moving um, part at the same time yeah brilliant and, interesting and you, and you mentioned inbound Abby I know it's probably a simple question but what do you actually mean then so goods coming in and they, yeah. can they be from you know all over the world explain that a little bit yeah yeah exactly so um we basically in in the fulfillment center it's essentially kind of a a storage center where we store inventory and that then enables customers to order it online and so obviously we need to kind of meet that need in demand of customers ordering with kind of all speed in terms of getting inventory into the building and so we kind of receive inventory through lots of different value streams that can be fba when kind of um smaller kind of consumers or um, um, independent businesses can can sell through Amazon, and then also we, we work with a lot of vendors who will send us inventory that they then sell on Amazon's website. So we balance kind of lots of different value streams in receiving inventory into our building, making sure that it's available on our website to our customers, and um, so that they can order it and, and get it as soon as possible. Brilliant, Mohammed. Going to come to you next. Um, so I feel like from Abby's experience, it's a lot about people and getting to know people and being able to develop people, move people forward. Could you tell us a bit about your role and your experiences so far? Yeah, of course. So my role is a PM shift manager. Uh, so I start at 2 p.m., finish at half past midnight. I don't have the same team as Abby. I've got only one uh, supervisor and an operational assistant associate Yeah, myself. So yeah. almost the same, I would say. So I monitor uh, all the vehicles and vans out on road. So we receive the parcels and the shipments from Abbey's Fulfillment Center, for example. Yeah. And we dispatch them to our customers. Mm -hmm. So I monitor all the out on road vans, make sure if anyone needs any support, everything is going smoothly, checking any traffic or roadworks, any support required by any of the drivers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we receive uh, the parcels that come back that were not uh, delivered to our customers or were cancelled out on mm-hmm. road. So we receive them back at the station and we save them depending if it was cancelled, we send them back to the FCs, uh, the fulfillment center, sorry, or uh, we place them to be inducted to go out again the day after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that's yeah. about it at the moment. 
Yeah, no, it's interesting. So, so for example, going back to Carla's example of her getting a, um, a notification just before this this um, webinar to say your parcel was eight stops away. Do you get involved in that technical side as well? Is is that a software which you kind of get involved in, and or is it just literally the tracking of the of the drivers? I don't get in with the technical software itself, but mm-hmm. I've got the tool, the website that I can monitor. So I would yeah. know when it's eight stops or two stops away or so. Mm-hmm. So and I can see the tracking number and I can track everything. But mm-hmm. not the software as in to edit any technical things on the website. I do the monitoring part. So it's quite hands-on then. So for example, as you see you've got quite a late shift. Yeah. Um because parcels won't be delivered till that time. So, you know, what's what's a typical like shift looking like for you? Is it full on right up until you finish your shift or how does that look? So uh, we have the delivery um, service providers, managers are on site with us. So yeah. each manager has his own team of uh, drivers mm-hmm. that we deal with them. Yeah. So I have to attend and do flow meetings with each manager every hour to make sure every single driver for their company are well, they don't need any support, any rescue we can help. Yeah. So I do that straight from uh, 2 p.m. I start mm-hmm. at half two, so every half two, half three, and up until half six. Right. From about uh, half four, 5 p.m., it gets a bit busy because we start receiving the drivers back to the station mm-hmm. who hasn't had their passes, mm-hmm. and they have to... Uh, place our uh, the bags that were, went out to the parcels because mm-hmm. we have to store the bags back in the place that goes yeah. in the aisles for the parcels and so it's actually hands-on up until about 10 p.m mm-hmm. yeah then that's the latest way we can have drivers out, uh, delivering okay. for yeah after 10 p.m i'm doing my handover report to the night shift i'm doing my handover emails i'm uh, updating all the data and everything for the yeah. team so. yeah brilliant sounds interesting and um, Fran I'm going to come to you next same question just to find out a bit about your current role and what you're up to sure so um, I am a the in-station ACES manager so ACES manager ACES stands for Amazon customer excellence system and my role is basically a as a continuous improvement manager here so where Abby was talking about process mine my role involves making sure process is followed and I work in a delivery station so in my particular delivery station, it's split into three shifts. So night shift will receive the parcels from the fulfillment center, scan them in, and then put them in the bags ready to to, to leave. Mm-hmm. The AM shift then put take the bags and take them outside to the drivers. And then Mohammed's shift, the PM shift, then like monitor um, on the road and then take anything that doesn't get delivered. And there's a lot of processes that that occur between those three so it's making sure they're all aligned to minimize like any defects before you know during the the whole day really and to make sure that the sorry hang on a second (laughs) it's a new building so we're launching um sorry one second (laughs) 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 it shows how good your hybrid is we've had this before we've had them and we've now it was all you had to move around and she was just dead still so all of a sudden she was just kept doing this part of the webinar (laughs) just 
sunlight. So if you just want to do a chair dance around, we completely understand. <laughs> just to stop the lights going off. <laughs> no worries. Fran, I was going to say, um, it sounds as though quite a lot of your roles are quite heavily on process. Um, can you, you know, for example, with you all being quite hands-on in doing the process, um, can you kind of update the process feedback and say, look, there needs to be, we could do this maybe a bit more efficiently or can you, can you take charge really and can you, you know, change the process whenever you see fit? So there, yeah. So there is a method of doing that, um, where we feed back to different teams, and especially so during my training, I got the opportunity to go visit different sites. So one of the sites I went to was Manchester, and they have a system where, if there is an issue within the aisles during when during an when an associate is picking a bag, with the, the buildings being so big, it's difficult to know in real time if an associate has an issue like way down that way if you're stood over you know the other side of the the warehouse so what they did was they implemented a light system so an associate an Amazon associate can trigger a light and then the managers and the line leaders the people who are checking the aisles where they're working yeah. in know to go to that associate um and I can bring that to to my station and oh, yeah, you know okay. it's going to help so things like that and then if if there's anything that you think makes things because it's all about efficiency and, and getting yeah. the most out of out of this the process um but so yeah there is a way to record um and and um put forward better ideas if you think of one definitely yeah that's good because like i say it just all seems exactly what you said about uh, being efficient is is again one of probably one of your key mo- you know factors and motivation really to keep it as quick as possible for your customers um christine i'm going to come to you next um i can imagine from a student's point of view it could be quite daunting starting a, a job at such a well-known company such as amazon but what training and support do you give? And obviously, Fran, I know you mentioned you got to, you know, go to another office and things like that and see other people at work. But what kind of training do you give, Christina? Sure. Um, so absolutely. I think for any young individuals coming into such a large company and into the role where you will be leading large number of people, uh, managing processes and et cetera, it could be daunting and overwhelming. So Amazon for any new uh, graduate coming in provides 10 to 12 weeks training. So depending which building you're going to join, but yeah, so the training will consist a little bit of everything. It's literally going to start from practicing what associates are doing on day-to-day basis. So managers can actually understand what associates are going through. Um, they will do some virtual training to attend some various um, virtual sessions, uh, courses, and etc. cetera. Um, then there is some workshops for them to do. It's an extensive training. I think it's about three months of training. Um, mm. And they will go through everything. Um, familiarizing with all the tools and platforms that Amazon is using, everything in advance. And then once they completed, then they will actually join the team, um, their process or um, shift, whatever they will be managing. And then they start their role. So it's going to be quite a bit of support uh, for them coming in. Brilliant. And then after that, um, obviously, Abby, I know you've touched upon it slightly in the support that you've got to change roles and, you know, move and, you know, develop. But is that the is that typical? Can everyone kind of get that experience and move around and, and develop as an individual or is it really kind of depend on what role you're in going into, Christina? Oh, sorry, it was for me. I thought it was for Abby now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, no, that's okay. So 
Amazon has quite a wide uh, opportunities like for any graduates coming in. So they all can come in as a graduate candidates, right? So they will start as a graduate managers and later um, they can be promoted to level five managers. So in Amazon we have like a level system of managers. So the first entry is level four graduate and then uh, throughout years you can progress. So of course, progression is different to each individual. Um, yeah. But I think probably for a graduate, 12 to 18 months, they could progress to level five manager, which is the same role. It just gives you a little bit more responsibilities. As a level five, you can cover your ops managers whenever they are off the floor for whatever reason. You can even apply for a temporary ops manager role for the peak. Um, and basically, that's kind of progression within operations. So you start as a graduate, you can get promoted to level five. Then if you're interested, you can go to level six, which is operations manager, and then level seven, senior ops managers. So this is the um, positions, roles that Abby went through. So she went from graduate to level four, five, six, seven. Uh, so that's what she's doing. She's like uh, managing one part of the building. Um, and then after that, it's a site leader or general uh, general manager. So that would be within operations. Of course, if you have more ambition, you can go to regional directors, um, but that would be within operations. Other aspects, of course, some people can come in as a graduate, spend a few years in Amazon in operations, and then they will decide that maybe operations was a good way to start, but they would like to consider other options within Amazon. And then there is all other corporate world uh, if they want to change it. Like I started in operations as well. I spent eight years in Amazon, starting from associate into um, area manager. And now for the last year, I changed my career path and I joined recruitment. So... <laughs> Like I said, loads of loads of um, opportunities for our graduates, uh, not just graduates, but overall anybody really joining Amazon. It's quite an interesting thought, isn't it? You could completely change your career path and still yep. stay within the business. And there's options to do that, which is, is quite an interesting thought. Um, and next, I just want to talk about locations. And I know you've touched about, was it 163? amazing um locations and um areas across the uk but for typically for the students where would they be based or are those 163 options all open to them as well yeah kind of eventually <laughs> so we are hiring uk wide we are for graduates specifically and operations interns we're not like you're not going to see any uh, specific graduate opportunities to a one specific location it will be listed all the time as a uk wide vacancies um and we are like i said hiring throughout the year so any vacancy could open in any of those 163 buildings so we asking candidates on like terms of flexibility and location um it would be like preferable if they are flexible. Um, however, we do our best to place candidates in their preferred locations wherever it's possible. Um, and additionally, I think it's worth mentioning probably as well that Amazon provides relocation support. So, you know, it's, it's, it's payment uh, for candidates who are willing to relocate 50 miles and above from their current location. So um, we want that flexibility and we give you that support if you are willing to relocate. Yeah. Good. That's a great point. I'm so glad you touched upon that, Christine. It's something that I say to the students all the time. So anyone listening, do try and be flexible on your location when you're looking for graduate positions. The more flexible you are, the more opportunities uh, you know you could be applying to and be exposed to. That's a fantastic point. Um, okay, so next we're going to go back to the grads. And I know we've kind of touched upon the day-to-day -day stuff, haven't we? Um, and I know we're all kind of gearing up for Christmas now um but what's what's it gonna look like um I know Carly you wanted to add a bit to this as well didn't you yeah definitely I think I want to start with Fran if that's okay with you Fran because I know you're um 
at the moment going live with it with a new location where you're based and um, so just tell the, the audience a little bit about the background to that so the location that you're currently in what you had to do to make the center go live and then how will your role change will your role change from you know the center being built to it being um active Sure. So at the moment, we are building a station in Bolton. Um, everyone, well, most people in Bolton at the moment are, um, their orders get fulfilled either by the Manchester or Preston um, delivery stations. And with, with uh, peak coming, which is Christmas, the, the peak period, um, we need to, to open one closer. The process started probably about three months, maybe a bit more. Um, we The, the building... Um, has had people in it for about I'd say three months and um it's it's been a long journey from the initial designs to getting um things um in place because it's a conveyor belt system and it's quite a large system um split into different aisles um and yeah we've a lot of a lot of processes that have that we've got to get sorted and and fixed so this morning for example so when drivers come and load their vehicles with packages they um they get timed just to make sure that it's all efficient and runs to plan and so this morning I was configuring the beacons which are the bits of software that work with bluetooth to connect to the driver's phone so we can tell how long they've, they've been in and how long they took to load um, so I was doing that this morning there's um the bags have been all put up we've been um painting the floor to make sure that everyone knows where different things in the delivery station are um and when we launch on I believe yes I believe when we launch on Thursday um we know we know that we'll have around I think it's 9,000 um, packages going through here on our first day which is which is quite a lot so looking forward to that and we're, we're, we'll be fine I think by the time we get there but yeah good experience if you don't mind me just interrupting there and Callum we might be thinking the same thing but on an average day just for the the the, what would you call it where you were delivery station delivery station that's what I'm thinking of but that one delivery station on average when it's fully up and running how many packages will go in and out of there on on an average day you know I think for us it'll be around forty five thousand, but the one that I trained in was they can go up to one hundred and forty thousand. They're the biggest in the yeah. um, in the network. Yeah, so the, the it's the Preston one. They're the biggest in the network and they deliver the most parcels. So yeah, that that's quite a lot. That's at peak and and obviously like during the the busiest periods of the year as well. So a lot. Wow. Wow, that is quite daunting. So how, how does your day-to-day life work, Fran? So when you're going in the morning, um, just, just describe it. So what time, for example, what time do you start work? Do you have a bit of a team meeting in the morning? Does um, Do you have a manager which says, right, okay, Fran, so these are your priorities for this week? Just, just tell everybody about a day in the life of Fran. So I'm part of two teams, really. So the ops team is who I work with day to day. But then the ACES continuous improvement manager team, um, I speak to, I'm also on there. That's my actual team. So normally I get in about 5am because I need to spend all, like my days are spent covering all the shifts if if I can. So I start at five and that means that I'm at the end of the night shift and I stay until about 1pm when the PM shift are in. Um, And it's basically making sure that all the new projects that have been launched are running as as smoothly as they are, they should be. Mm -hmm. And that metrics 
are looking good and and that we're not failing on like cost, the customer obsession metrics and we've not missed any like parcels for example and if so I need to then deep dive so that's basically finding out the root causes of why something happened so that we can prevent it yeah. um I have weekly meetings as well with with both teams um I'm on the floor a lot seeing what's going on um speaking with associates to see if there's anything that that they're having issues with um and um I do a progress audit once a month so it's just I go around and all the shifts to make sure that um to report what processes have, have sort of moved from the aligned from the alignment um mm-hmm. and then have a meeting after that to to see what we can do to get it back to how it should be um and any any metrics that we're failing um speak to the team to try and get them back on track so when you mentioned, oh, do you mind if I interject with a question? <laughs> Let me write my question down there because I'm getting old and I'll forget. No, I'm a bit excited. I want to find out. <laughs> this is for Frau and Mohammed. I hope you don't mind, Abby. Just with you being a marketing background and with STEM students listening to this session, they might be interested in that. I just really want to know. Doing the discipline degree disciplines you studied, what initially attracted you to Amazon? You know, why did you pick out Amazon to to start as a graduate you know why why did you pursue a career there I'm going off tangent sorry Carla that's okay I don't know I'm a pain I'll get that was that a question for me or for Fran both yeah both yourself and Fran just being from a technical background what really made you apply to Amazon so uh, I was referred by a friend in the fulfillment center by the Manchester airport Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he explained to me and I went through the website and I was going through the departments and roles what is interesting is as Abby mentioned how you can change roles every single like six to eight months or a year yeah. so it's quite interesting how we have hundreds of different departments uh, hundreds of different opportunities possibilities you can change into many different teams you can say on operations leave operation into corporate offices or the ACES team with Fran which is still part of the operations so it's just quite exciting how you can change and be whatever you want to be basically at Amazon mm. so yeah I like that that's good yeah, sorry I think, it's, I think it's the variety no that's fine and um, fine there was this was just a question for you so you mentioned associates or I think you know all of all of the guys have mentioned associates explain what that is then so are these the people who are on the ground picking and, and packing the parcels yeah Yep. So in a yeah, in a delivery station they are, yes. So they um they scan we have associates to scan in the parcels all the way through to taking them out in onto the yard um to be picked up by the drivers. Yeah. And then do you have a combination of um people doing that job? Because I think Abby, you mentioned about um robots doing that job as well. Is it is it different centres have different um people or robots or is that is that how it works? so i believe the so delivery stations are increasing their their automation um so for example we're launching with a system that labels um parcels for us instead of having somebody with a scanner um i believe in the fulfillment centers and abby please correct me if i'm wrong they have more robotics than us so we don't have as much as them perfect no that makes sense so i'm just querying in my brain which one's which um Fantastic. Thank you very much, Fran. So when you go live with this, the new centre that you're in, you're staying, you're staying there. The, the plan is for you to continue to do what you do at that centre. 
Yes, exactly. Perfect. Thank you, Fran. Abby, I know we touched on your day-to-day life, but is there anything else that you wanted to add about your your role and, and um, what you do every day? Um, no, I think it's I think it's taking all the inputs from the floor. So a lot of you know what Fran's touched on. You know, I, I'm still responsible in terms of overseeing that. Um, kind of, I'll work a lot more with kind of external teams. So supply chain, how we plan inventory, how we plan customer orders across the network, um, execution teams that work with us to schedule trailers and arrivals. Um, so it's kind of partnering with. Um, teams kind of further upstream in, in Amazon's processes um, so that's kind of what a lot of my role is um, based on a lot of, of, of kind of review and metrics so day-to-day performance I think um, Franz touched on that we, we've got a lot of metrics which quantify our inputs and allow us to really accurately track where we're going right where we're going wrong where we need to improve um, so that really helps kind of keep our eyes on on where we need to focus and I think we've got a lot of reporting um kinds of metrics that really help us know where we need to put our focus on to um, and then with that as well there's a lot of new metrics that evolve each day so you know we're constantly trying to improve customer experience and as we kind of work through processes a lot of the time the there comes kind of a, a new metric that probably will develop that then you know we'll start to kind of uh, focus on and, and and push that within our teams and see how we can can drive that improvement on the floor. And, and what does what's your shift patterns then, Abby? So Mohammed is obviously the night owl, and Fran is the the early, yeah. <laughs> early morning girl. So what's what's your um, yeah. shift pattern like? So I, at the moment, I'm Monday to Friday. I cover like the entire building because my teams work from six a.m. in the morning until six a.m. at night. So you know, I, I try to be flexible so I can touch base with everyone. Yeah. In the past, when I was an area manager, when I was an operations manager, I've worked night shifts, I've worked day shifts. Um, we have it is generally shift work, so um, you know you can work kind of the front end of the week or the back end of the week. Um, so I've, I've definitely worked in a variety of, of shifts in the past, um, but at the moment I am kind of Monday Friday uh, pattern. Yeah, it's really good that you, you do experience all the different areas of the business, though, isn't it? So you can see how how they all work. Um, thank you very much for that, Abby. And Mohammed, I know, again, we touched on, Jess is pinching my questions, we touched on your day-to-day life. Um, what What's changing? What will be changing in the next couple of months then with the run-up to Christmas? Will you be um, responsible for, for more team members? How do you prepare for the, the, the Christmas period? So we already started way before we launched in the last uh, two to three months. Yeah. We're trying to ramp up, increase our uh, associate numbers and as well as drivers to prepare for a peak. So uh, by beginning of December, I'll have a team of myself uh, and other supervisors, so two supervisors and two operational assistant associates mm-hmm. and one yard marshal. So a yard marshal is responsible for all the trailers or vehicles in and out the yard. He controls the yard, make sure everything is up to the safety. Yeah. So to avoid any injuries or accidents on the yard. So yeah, the team will be doubled basically yeah. by December. Do you ever get to go out with the drivers, Mohammed? Is that something that you think, oh, I'd like to see it from the from the other person's point of view, you know, when they are traveling up and down the UK? Is is that something that you can do or you'd want to do? Yeah. So uh, once you join Amazon, uh, we have a period of uh, the academy period of three weeks, uh, which is the virtual trainings and uh, assessments you do, as Christina mentioned earlier. Yeah. After that, once you start doing the Amazon uh, experience in terms of uh, seeing the team and seeing other shifts 
you can actually go on a ride along with the driver mm -hmm. to see how they deliver the parcels to the customers out on road, see the difficulties they face and yeah. to try to learn more about what they do out on the road mm -hmm. to understand more so we can help them and improve their uh, experience basically. Yeah. So yeah, it is possible. You can. Oh, I'd like to. that bit. I'd like to go out with a trucker. <laughs> um, that's how I spent my childhood with my dad going up and down the UK. Thank you very much, Mohammed. Abby, you were nodding along there when I was um, asking Mohammed about Christmas and the period of ramping up. Is it is it quite similar to you? Do you see it go a little bit chaotic? Yeah, I think um, I think my volumes that we process in the site are, are a little bit different to, to Fran's. So I think in our in our peak periods, um, kind of weekly in terms of inbound and outbound, we'll probably go to around eight million, uh, which is which is a lot of uh, units getting processed. So it's it's, yeah. it's quite quite a big operation. Um, so obviously it's all about how we can get prepared for that. So you know we we spend a lot of time hiring people in. Uh, we spend a lot of time refining our processes to make sure that they can max out and to make sure that the you know they're going to work at the same quality, uh, safety and speed that they would in kind of non-peak operations. So we we have a lot of preparation for peak um you know, in terms of our managers as well i suppose you know a lot of the graduates would be coming into manager positions you know making sure the managers have got all of the um toolkits they need to deliver you know a really successful peak and i think as well peak is is normally our funnest time of the year so you know we spend all year working towards this period so it's about kind of really enjoying the fruits of of your labor we have a lot of fun activities we have a whole calendar that is dedicated to peak fun uh which sees you know lots of, of different initiatives last year was slightly different because obviously um you know it was a completely different environment but i think this year we're getting some some fun back i know we had reindeers on site last year we had um snow globes everything you name it uh, each year i think they uh, they always bring out something new but it's it's, a, it's definitely a fun period for, for people to look forward to as well and uh, and as i said enjoy all the hard work that they've done uh, in the in the year Oh, I, bet, I bet it's like a little wonderland, isn't it? Um, and what, what's the next busy season? So obviously Christmas is a busy one. Where would you, what else would you say was the second in line? We also have Prime Day, so that's a really busy period for us as well. So we kind of we, we prepare for these two events all year. So peak, you know, we, we start planning for that, um, you know, after prime essentially we start plan plan for that in july and there's a lot of preparation that goes into that you know mm -hmm. stabilizing your all looking at your machines there's there's a lot of inputs that go into peak um and then after we've had our peak periods in january you know things tend to kind of slow down a little bit everything stabilizes we start looking at driving improvements again uh, mm -hmm. and then july we've got prime um it tends to be around july so yeah there are two main kinds of events of the year yeah Oh, I want to work at Amazon at Christmas. Um, so I want to now move on to the projects that you've been involved in. Um, so a particular project that you might have, that you might, might be the most proudest moment of your Amazon career so far, or something that you really found quite interesting. Um, and Fran, I'm going to go to you. So I guess the most interesting one has been the, the, the launch, but I've spoken about that already. Yeah. Um, the other one that I've been involved in is a unified reverse logistics um, process. So it's, it's it's been rolled out in the site that I was training at and it's going to be rolled out here. And basically what that means is we were sending as a delivery state, as delivery stations, um, we were sending return parcels back to the FC, but they were receiving them and not knowing sort of 
what they what was in the pallets and and where they should where where they were coming from things like that so um launching a, a, a we'll be launching here um a, a project where we scan parcels for the different um fulfillment centers that are, that they're returning to so that they know what's coming back to them and, and know where to store it and then their inventory is sort of kept in line as well so that's going to be um a big one because we've got to train you know the associates here who haven't actually started yet to make sure that they know how to um scan packages and how to load them safely as well before going back so that's quite a big one for us oh yeah but well good luck um for Thank thursday <laughs> i think i'm nervous about these amazon <laughs> these um grad cracker webinars i don't know how you feel but i think i'd be shaking um mohammed your favorite project or um, piece of work that you've worked on so far so uh, my two favorite projects are my two main key metrics on my operation shift which are the FDDS is the first day delivery success rate percentage we have at Amazon, which means how many, uh, the amount of parcels we dispatched onto our customers, how many did we get delivered out of them? Yeah. So the higher, the better. Our target yeah. is sitting on 99.25%. Ooh, wow. That's, so, that's a high yeah, target. <laughs> it's quite high. We want the best standards. So it is, our targets are always high, but it's achievable. Yeah. And so it's about uh, learning the driver's experiences, what certain, let's say, locations in our uh, area that we deliver to, mm -hmm. uh, do they face problems, uh, any specific, uh, for example, uh, vendors, we have uh, issues with their pulses that are not being scanned properly or so, how anything that we can basically increase our success, uh, delivery success rate, basically. And the second thing is our... Uh, missing parcels so a pin off it's a parcel not on van mm -hmm. so any parcel was misplaced in wrong bag and didn't go out to the driver mm -hmm. so our target basically may has to be zero let's say that's yeah. our standard so we don't want any missing parcel yeah. so i have to usually basically scan the aisles so whenever we have any uh, potential missing parcel from a driver reported i go through the aisles and uh, check if we left any parcels, check any other uh, areas that we left where we scan the parcels or we repack any damaged parcels. So to make sure nothing was left out. Mm -hmm. So uh, back in June, uh, when I was training, uh, I was able to reduce our missing parcels by half in oh, wow. our Liverpool station. Yeah. So it took a lot of uh, hard work, uh, a couple of weeks, but it was quite interesting to see when you make sure everything is running smoothly, your mm -hmm. numbers will be achieved, basically. Yeah. How does it work, Mohammed? Um when it comes to a driver? So I, I come to, to your centre, pick up all my parcels for my delivery day. Do, do you plan their route for them? Do they plan their own route? Because I know that I've purchased things from Amazon before and it says oh, arriving, you know, guaranteed delivery before um, 6 p.m. and I'm I'm on the Amazon Prime, for example. So who who actually sorts out the journey of the delivery drivers? So uh, in the morning, once we finish our induct, once every single parcel is put in the bag, ready yeah. to be going out on road, we message our central operations team. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a sequencing team, which is outside our operation station. Yeah. They are responsible for all the routing for all the drivers so we don't actually deal with 
what you're asking about in terms uh, of sequencing. Yeah, cool. I was just thinking about route planning and just work out. <laughs> oh, I'm in the wrong job. I'd love to do something like that. Thank you, Mohammed. Oh, um, Abby, favorite project so far? Yeah, I think I bet I, you've got a lot. <laughs> I think I've got two. I was just thinking then one is process and one is people. So I think um, last year during peak, I, I'd done a piece of work which was on expanding our machine capacity as a building. Um, so that was kind of the whole process of analyzing what percentage of volume can we move how can I get you know the conveyors fitted and kind of build new stations in in the FC and um, so that was really cool to be honest working with a lot of different teams and uh, really making a real impact to the customer so I think that that rollout project added something like um, half a million units I think during peak to to, to our capacity as a building um, which was was really cool and then I think a second one this year which has been a very new challenge for me um, was building a team so uh, this year we, we launched a lot of new sites in in the local area that I'm in uh, which meant that a lot of our managers moved to new launch buildings which is something that you know as a as a company we, we really advocate to get our experience into newer buildings so um, I, I, I actually started my SOM some role this year which is senior operations role um, and I had a brand new team of, of kind of no one so I had to build that team up from the floor so um, you know to developing a brand new team hiring new people getting my org in place um, it's been a really cool project to look at this year to be honest making sure I've got that diversity and, and balance in, in my org um, so yeah that, that's been something really cool to work on this year. And do you, so you're based in Darlington, aren't you, Abby? So do you get to recruit your own team members? Do you get involved in the whole recruitment process or do, do the recruitment team do that and then you have um, people to train everything else from day one? Yeah, so I think it's, it's a mix of both, to be honest. So, um, you know, we, we raise kind of requisitions and we work closely with like Christina's team to, to bring people through. And there's obviously different pipelines that we recruit from, so graduates. Um, kind of external experienced um, managers, obviously operations managers as well. So it's kind of getting that good combination of, of different pipelines on, on your team. So you've got a good balance of experience um, and kind of, you know, different skill sets that can be shared between the team. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a mix of both. Yeah, and then what you can do, I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say something else, Nabi, <laughs> I thought you were taking a breath. And then obviously you're involved in all the training and development of all of your team members. Yeah, so the, as Christina mentioned before, a lot of the onboarding is kind of standardised. Um, so there's kind of academies that, that new hires will go through. Um, but then obviously when, when they come on site, it's making sure that they've got the support they need locally. Um, and then obviously developing them in the role. So kind of there's, there's two aspects to that. The, the piece that they do kind of from a network perspective and then the piece that they do once they get on site and into the role. Yeah. And just to move on, Abby, um, I'm just conscious of time, Jess, I'm just going to go on to futures. Mm -hmm. um, and um, Abby, you know, you've had so much experience so far, I'm staying with you with this one. Um, what is your future looking like then? So the next couple of years at Amazon, where can you see yourself going? Yeah, so I've, I've really enjoyed operations, to be honest. And obviously, yeah. I've, I've worked a lot within there. You know, I think... Um, for me, next steps potentially would be to, to look outside operations, to be honest, and just expand my breadth a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of looking into, into new new teams, potentially, um, kind of we've got talent management teams. I'm really interested in that um, or kind of more program program roles rather than kind of operations. But for now, I'm, I'm definitely, um, you know, staying here with the team I've got at the moment and yeah. kind of over the next couple of months, I'll maybe look at what other roles are out there. 
And how do you go about that then? Do you do Amazon advertise other positions internally? Do you do you have a manager that you will go to and discuss this with? How do you go about moving um, locations, moving teams, and obviously you know going into to, to different opportunities? Yeah, so I, th- I think it's something that as a company we really advocate and and support that um, internal movement of talent because you know it's important that we can add value to different business lines and and develop ourselves individually as well so we've got an internal job finder um you know which I think a couple of weeks back I was looking and there was like over 60,000 you know jobs available internally so you know there's, there's a lot of different teams that you can move out to and I think the good thing with the the graduate operations role is you can kind of develop a really good foundation um, yeah. of different skill sets that will cover an array of different areas so that if you then want to go and specialize and move into a specific team you've all already got a really good foundation and a really good understanding of of people management and, and leadership which I think is kind of the foundation of of any other role that you would go to in, in Amazon as well. Yeah, brilliant. Well, good luck for your, your future plans, Abby. I'm going to go on to you, Mohammed. So your future at Amazon, what's it looking like for you? So uh, as in in the next five years, hopefully, I'll be running my own site, my own yeah. delivery station, hopefully launching a new one because we're always launching new sites every year or so. Yeah. So hopefully for now, yeah, I want to stay in operations and have my own site. Yeah. yeah. Christine was smiling there going, oh. <laughs> We'll see what happens after. Yeah. But that's the next five years, hopefully, yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Mohammed And Fran, your future plans? So um, within the ACES sphere, um, there's so many different teams anyway. So there's the launch team. So I'm working with them because they, they make sure that the process is are in place from the start including like the design designs of the building and where things need to be and um, there's a team that um there's an aces team that works on the road so they deal with the drivers um it's yeah there's a lot of different areas i could i could go in but i think being in, involved in the operation where i can see everything I, i'd like to just stay here for like at least a year or two um so i know everything about a delivery station that, that there is to know so yeah plus you wouldn't say you know reveling your all your hard work that you've put in and um, getting the sense live on Thursday so yeah I think I would do that just just you know, get it all live and then see how it all works and all ticks and everything else thank you very much Fran for that um so Christina I'm going to move on to you and just talk about the recruitment process so obviously we've inspired all of the students and graduates who are watching this webinar today. Um, you mentioned before that your roles are currently live on Gradcracker. So I'd say to any student, go and have a look after this webinar um, and get your applications in. So when the students do apply, Christina, what's the um, recruitment process from, from then on? Yes. So application process is pretty simple, to be honest. So for both uh, roles um, that they will um, candidates or students would apply for uh, operations internship or graduate roles. Um, so of course you submit your application and you will be prompted to do a uh, assessment, which is usually yeah. a cultural assessment. There is no timing, nothing. They can take their own pace and complete that assessment. And once it's done, application will come through to us, to recruiters for us to view. Um, so we call it CV sifting. So we would review if the candidates that apply uh, basically match all the uh, criteria that we go along. And if everything is fine, then we will um, move candidates to the next stage. The next stage is interview. Um, so in other roles, um, sometimes you get phone screens. However, um, as we are hiring high volume for us, it's just basically a CV cultural assessment, uh, CV sifting, and then straight into interviews. Uh, interviews will be three interviews. 
30 minutes each with one of Amazon managers. So yeah. basically they could be interviewed by anybody who went through specific training for uh, kind of um, looking for new talent. So let's say it could be interviewed by Abby. <laughs> um, and yeah, so 30 uh, minutes with three interviewers each. Um, and then they have, if they are successful, then we will start discussing locations um, and offers uh, yeah. with the candidates. Um, and just as well, we run um, prep preparation calls basically for the candidates where we do share tips and advice as well to any candidates going into interviews. So we give them quite a bit of support to make sure that, you know, they could uh, actually nail the interviews with Amazon. So um, that would be the process. Well, it sounds like you get, give them a lot of support there, Christina. So a yes. couple of questions. Um, you mentioned a cultural assessment. Yes. I've never heard of that before. What, what, what is that? So there's just questions basically for the candidates to um, understand how they, they would fit in our environment. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, I don't think so. Actually, myself practiced one, um, but I'm pretty sure Mohammed did one. So I don't know, maybe he can give a little bit of overview um, and Fran herself probably as well. They did one, so they probably would be able to give a little bit of insight what the actual questions are there. Yeah, Mohammed, Fran? Give us a bit of an insight into the cultural assessment. Uh, so uh, it's a different type of uh, questions in terms of uh, how do you process like uh, in the environment in terms of production or efficiency or safety. So mm -hmm. it's a series of different questions, I would say, evolving different aspects in terms of what we do at Amazon. So mm -hmm. as Christina mentioned, once everyone answers, it depends on I'm sure they assess how everyone is prioritizing what exactly and how people are thinking of the operation, for example, or the environment. Yeah. So. Looking back to Mohammed and Fran, um, looking back now to somebody who might be going through that process, is there any hints and tips that you think, oh, I wish I'd have known that mm. when I was putting my application together or going through the cultural assessment? Mohammed, Fran, I'm happy for any of you to answer. Um, I guess in terms of the wider um, situation, the wider process is to just make sure that you have evidence um, to back up um, anything that you, you say in, in the interview. In terms of the process, to be honest, it's it's a lot of it is is logical thinking and, and, and analytical thinking um, and how you would um, approach a, a situation. So it's not really something you can like practice practice but um yeah. it's it's just thinking of don't don't just click on advice don't just click on on the, the, the first like the first answer think about it and and analyze analyze how you would approach it before just selecting yeah and have all your experiences to hand and in your head yeah no problem Th Fran thank you and my other question for you Christina was you mentioned a couple of interviews there what what's the situation at the moment are they all virtual still or are they in person all our uh, interviews are virtual. Uh, I think virtual. since I've joined it, uh, it hasn't changed, to be honest. So everything is virtual. Uh, we have a specific um, platform basically called Chime, where we send invitations. So candidates literally just join a uh, bridge where they sit and the um, interviewers are joining one by one, 30 minutes each uh, to interview the candidates. Um, so um, yeah, it's like a pretty simple standard Amazon kind of interviewing um, process for the graduates, um, but not complicated at all. No. And is it is it a similar um, route for the undergraduates or the placements? Is it a similar process? Yeah. Yep. Um, like I said, in some of the processes in some different roles, sometimes uh, you can have um, phone screens included in between um, 
between the interview stage actually so phone screen where you just could talk to a recruiter or um, a hiring manager and then if you pass both of the phone screens you could go to the interview uh, but for graduates it's a little bit simplified and it's just literally if you meet the profile straight you're going to interviews super thank you very much christina and thank you everybody for joining no. us today all the grads and um, good luck fran for, for thursday and good luck everybody for christmas i can't believe i'm saying that already um, <laughs> but we need we need to prepare don't we um so don't forget amazon are open with their opportunities now which are live on grad cracker so hopefully this webinar will have inspired students and graduates to go and have a look at their hub and apply to their fantastic opportunities um, the, I'm trying to get the fact that we're not on Thursday, we're actually on Monday, so the webinar will be bro broken up into um, chunks, which will be um, on the Amazon Hub later on in the week, and this recording will be on the Amazon Hub tomorrow. Um, so make sure to take a look, and you know when Fran mentioned about having examples and everything else, make sure you mention this webinar as an example. You know It's been a really good insight into what Amazon do um, and who they are as an employer. Um, so me and Jess are joined by the London Stock Exchange Group on Thursday, two in one week. It's your lucky week. So we'll see you all on Thursday. But for now, thank you very much for Amazon for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.